Welcome back everyone. It is AFCON time, semi-final time. It's been a very fun tournament and we had some very intriguing semi-finals. Nigeria against South Africa, Ivory Coast against DR Congo. Lazio alongside me. Welcome. Welcome to the listener. It's been a fun week of football, that's for sure. Indeed it has been, Nathan. Thanks again for having us on the back peg and listening to us on the back peg. And hope you're enjoying both the Asian Cup coverage and the AFCON coverage. And uh, Nathan, just straight off the bat, thanks again for everything you do because your Twitter posts have been great and the updates with regards to broadcast times and all that kind of stuff. So it's been uh, really good. But it is time for us to talk about the madness that continues to be AFCON. And we've had very two very dramatic semifinals. Not as dramatic as what, uh, you know, the Asian Cup semifinals proved to be as far as from a goal perspective, but from a drama perspective and intrigue perspective, these two games were fascinating. Yeah, very much so. And we'll cover off some of the individual moments in a, in a second. But it's funny how we had so many upsets and so many crazy results in the early stage of this tournament. And here we are with Nigeria against Ivory Coast, the final which was not exactly the favour going into it, mm-hmm. but certainly not unforeseeable to... Very strong teams coming into this tournament. Yeah. The host advantage, always the case. And Nigeria, even though it hasn't panned out that way, but the attacking talent they've got, many people thought, is this the time for Nigeria to yeah. uh, win another AFCON? I had this predicted as a semi final. Mm. So I was one round too, too early. Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> but <laughs> because uh, of the madness, madness of Group A in this Group A, that's <laughs> correct. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a story that keeps on giving. But yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Here we are, final time, Nigeria, Ivory Coast. I think if either team wins this final, it's going to be a, a great story for them. And one team has been sort of commanding and commandeering throughout this mm. tournament. The other is on this wild ride, something out of a movie. Correct. Some of the scenes out of Ivory Coast are just insane. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it is it's, ridiculous. And it's <laughs> the stadiums alone are just, the scenes in the stadiums are just crazy. Mm. And they're justified because uh, because of the drama that Ivory Coast have added to this tournament. Like we said in our quarterfinal recap episode, Ivory Coast, for all its purposes, were gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The, the only obligation they had was to host the rest <laughs> of the tournament. But this, I think they go on to win it. I'm calling it now. <laughs> you can't go through like a like what they've gone through and not be impressed by the resilience of their players, the mental fortitude that these players have shown. They've got something about them. They're just, I mean, they look brittle and blown away and, and overawed in the group phase. But having finished third and just getting in their group and getting the last ticket to the round of 16 has, you know, sacking their manager, right? It's just giving <laughs> I, them I a, think we're onto a, a new tactic here, Les. You know, uh, new manager yeah. bounce mid-tournament. That's right. <laughs> and look... By by this reckoning, you might you might see it in the World Cup, right? Coming up in twenty twenty six, but it seems as though it, they've just been allowed to play and play freer. And you know, they like that quarterfinal performance against Mali for mine is the performance of the tournament, right? And now having won against the the doctor, and in the manner that they have with the person that scored the goal, right? Is just nuts. It's just nuts. It's a great story. 
Yeah, there's so many elephant elephants there. There you Elephant go. That's said, a yeah, that's there's right. a there's a there's a, there's a, a slip there. Go the elephants. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's so many elements to this Ivory Coast story that there's so many layers to it. The more you dig into it, like Sebastian Allais' cancer diagnosis, yeah, to be that and come back and provide the important goal in the semi-final is just an amazing story in and of itself. And look, I'm not saying that. Uh, It'd be a shame if Nigeria win, but there's so much behind this Ivory Coast story and narrative Mm, yeah. that it'd be slightly disappointing if they weren't able to complete the last chapter. Indeed, indeed. But should we go to the semifinals in chronological order in the way that they were played? And Yeah, let's do it. Nigeria versus South Africa, Nathan. And your South African, Bafana, Bafana, boys, unfortunately just fell short at the end. Yes, the uh, the penalty shootout that worked wonders for them in the quarterfinal and the heroics of Roman Williams, not able to be replicated here in the semi. And they held themselves well, South Africa. Mm-hmm. And just we should, we'll talk about the VR moment in a second, but yeah, sure. It's been a great tournament for South Africa to get to this stage. They uh, got much further than many people thought they would. And look, they just couldn't get over this final hurdle to get to the, the last game. And Nigeria, they deserve to win it on balance. Yeah, I agree. They were the better team, the Super the more, Eagles, but yeah, the more attacking team. Yeah, but South Africa, they don't know when they're beaten. That's true. That's true. Yeah, look, um, full credit to South Africa. They've had a great tournament. And yes, unfortunately, Williams couldn't repeat the heroics of the penalty shootout against uh, Cape Verde, but full credit to Nigeria as well. They were the better team on the occasion. They deserved to win. They went close. Um, the game almost didn't need penalties, uh, but for a VAR decision. But when it came to time for penalties, they took their penalties very well. Only missing one. Yeah, for sure. And we'll talk about the... Uh, I've got no questions really over the, either penalty being given for the incidents. Neither, neither do I. I think the, I think they were pens. Yeah, and well taken on both instances. Mm. And that won the second penalty for South Africa. We should talk about that, that Nigeria were up the other end, thinking they'd made it 2-0, job Sure. done, Yep. into the final. Lo and behold, VAR comes out. I thought initially it was for an offside call because... Watching it live, I thought that, oh, gee, he's getting a bit close. He's Oh, getting in front of the ball here. yeah, but he was onside. He was onside right when he needed to be. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but he was offside for pretty much Yeah, the entire time before for sure. that. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, but to go back to that foul, and it's a little bit weird in the way that it goes. Like you cancel out one goal and blow a penalty up the other end. Sure. But But that's just the nature of the way it is, and I don't think VR can work any other way. yeah, I don't have an issue with it. I mean, look, it, Yeah. I can see how it could give rise to a, a bit of controversy in saying, hey, how, why would you take that far back? But the fact is, is that, well, it's all part of the same phase of play, you know. You, you know? So, Mm. yeah, so I, I, was, I thought that the VAR initially was for the offside, like for a chance of offside. Mm. But yeah, but there you go. Wasn't to be. But yeah, and the well taken penalty from uh, Mokwena and sending the game into extra time and then penalties and a He great couldn't, shootout he, again. yeah, he couldn't repeat the dose though, Makawana, unfortunately. No, no, he used up his one penalty, I think. <laughs> but look, South Africa go home with distinction, I think. Uh, I, as we were, said in the, the preview of the tournament, I didn't see them coming this far. I, I thought round of 16 at best, but yeah, full credit to them and, and well done.
Yeah, what is it? A first semi-final since mm. 2000. Mm. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. I think that last uh, one in, coach... in 96, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, credit goes to the South African coaching staff and the work they've done in the back room, particularly in that mm. quarterfinal with the shootout. And look, they go home with their heads held high. Yes, disappointment, I'm sure, not to make the final, but uh, no shame in losing out to Nigeria, who, as we've said on previous episodes, Laz, they look like a, com- a commandeering team. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They, have, they don't necessarily have an arrogance about them, but they're just a world-order machine. I think they have confidence in their abilities and the abilities of each other, and mm. that's what comes out when you see them play. I would like to see that actually transferred to a World Cup, though. In the context of a World Cup, I think that's what they need. Likewise, the likes of Ghana and other African nations, right? So if they can if they can take that kind of attitude and approach to a World Cup, you know, there's no reason why an African nation can't win the World Cup. Well, we weren't too far away from having one in Qatar. No, that's true. That's true. Um, but let's go to the hosts, Ivory Coast. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, Nathan, we could see a situation where we have these two confederation tournaments being won by the hosts. It's funny, isn't it? We always talk about host advantage and how they are the 12th man and driving the, the team on. Often it is left a little bit unrealized. Uh, the hosts tend to do well, mm-hmm. but not often win it. Yeah, correct. Not often win it. And here we are sitting a couple of days before the two finals in Asia and Africa, and both hosts are in the final, which is pretty quirky coincidence of uh, this uh, January, February. Indeed. And Ivory Coast getting the chocolates over uh, DR Congo and uh, Sebastian Allaire scoring the all-important goal, as we say. For mine, Laz, I think you'll agree that is goal of the round. 100%, Nathan. <laughs> because it's not a penalty. <laughs> Correct. Correct. 100%. And the performance of the round goes to the Ivory Coast. Yeah. Right. They could have, they they could have had more. Team. They were the better team on the, on the night. They could have had more. Um, Giving the doctor a taste of their own medicine, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. Um, heck of a tournament for DR Conga, really. The very, you know, what a great tournament they've had. Well, this is the first game they've lost. That's right. That's right. Mm. They've been a very good competitor. They haven't won many games at this tournament. No. A lot of draws on their way to the semi final. Uh, but they've had their moments in the early stages. And in this game, they had a couple as well, but just wasn't to be. And as you say, Ivory Coast were the better side. They deserve to go through. They could have won by 2-3 yeah. on the night. And mm. and to see Hilaire score that goal, just made me so happy for him, given his story. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. We already said at the top that um, mm. fighting his cancer battle, coming back out on the pitch. If he achieved nothing else in football, then it's still a great story to come back from that. That's but right. to go on and score a semi-final winning goal for the Cote d'Ivoire, a wonderful moment. Wonder, wonderful moment. And yeah. look, if he scores the winner in the final, then hey, there you be go. even better. Indeed, indeed. And I wouldn't put it past him. Me neither. Uh, look, uh, I like what I've seen from Ivory Coast in this knockout phase. They've played with absolute determination and and been able to counter every punch that's been thrown at them. So they've um, they've really really knuckled down and played well and and played some good football at times as well. All right, their movement of the ball. Um, in certain areas, especially when they um, do those, uh, when they go out to the right, their movement in that area is just so quick. And then, you know, whipping the ball back and, and late runs into the box, you know, playing those balls back at 45 where you see half their chances come. So there's always like a, the likes of Fafana, 
um, you know, and his uh, colleagues that are going in to um, pick up the ball there. So, you know, Adinger almost had a great goal. Yeah. Yeah, great chance. Close. Yeah, mm. you know, he had a great chance. Um, Since we're naming yeah. individual players, yeah. uh, I think Kessie deserves a mention. I was just, yeah, I was going to mention Kessie as well. Mm. Yeah, you know, he, great player. He's had, you know, he's had a great knockout phase as well. He has, and this team have really come together, and they're almost unrecognisable from the group phase. Mm. And I mean, I think it is just a team that's been unleashed. Can we say now that they were under too much pressure? They felt the pressure in probably. the group phase, probably, probably. And now they've been given the second chance. They are. They seem free. free. Yeah, yeah, they seem free. Like you, when you see them move, like I mean, mm. and similarly, it's on the left sometimes. But when you see Singer and 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 um, I think it's uh, Gradle that actually put themselves out wide, their quality of ball that's coming back in is just really good. And they look threatening when they do move forward. So I've liked what I've seen of them in the uh, in the knockout phase. Yeah, and I think they deserve to be in the final. We probably could have said, oh, we said something on the lines at the uh, start of the knockouts that if it was any other team than Senegal in the round of 16, then we'd mm. put them through. Yep, indeed, indeed. We could have also said, and I think we sort of felt at the time, but we were dancing around it, that if they beat Senegal, then they'll take some stopping. Correct. And here we are, final time against Nigeria. We've seen this match before, Laz. Yeah, we have, Nathan. In the group phase. In the group phase. one new win for the Super Eagles. Yeah. yeah it was six, in that second, match, Ivory, Ivory Coast had, yep, match day two. Mm. And in that match, Ivory Coast had a lot of the ball, but a lot of missed chances. A lot of missed chances. And... Nigeria were the more clinical on the day. Do you see that game being a sort of blueprint for this one on well, Monday morning? Let me ask you this. Who do you think, which nation do you think is a favourite going into it? I've got Nigeria's favourites. If I take the sentimentality and the, the narrative out of it, yeah, Nigeria are the favourites. Yeah, correct. I mean, from a purely football perspective, I look at mm. it and I think Nigeria favourites. However, um, it's a lot closer and you're right, that group game was really on a knife's edge. I think this is a lot closer and harder to call. Mm. Like, you know, as compared to the group game, there's more on the line here in the end, no doubt. But, geez, um, you just can't tell with this Ivory Coast side. And they're riding a crest of a wave at the moment. Momentum is with them, right? Yeah, it uh, is. And the only thing that I've got in the back of my mind is, is the pressure returning mm, on yes. this team? Yeah, that's a good question. Because it's they've a... got this far, they're at the final hurdle now, and albeit a big one in Nigeria, mm. but they've almost done it. I think Can they, got... they just get over the line? I think they've got nothing to lose. I think they have nothing to lose. I, th I think the secret is they need to keep going with what they're doing because there's no doubt the shackles have come off mm. since the sacking of the manager at the end of the group phase, and they're just enjoying their football, enjoying being there, and look where it's got them. So whatever it is, that's what they need to keep doing, right? Regardless of the result, the result will look after itself if they have the right attitude and, and apply themselves correctly. So there's no doubt the quality of Nigeria is a factor and they're a really good opponent. However, they almost had the better of them in the group phase, right? Yes, it was the start of their... I mean, the hardest part about the group phase was the loss to Equatorial Guinea for Ivory Coast. I mean, I know we'll get to um, the road to the final, but when you go through the Ivory Coast results in that group phase, yeah, win, narrow loss, big loss, right? The oxygen was sucked out of them. All right, 
sack, right? Then guess what? Hey, you're in, right? You're playing. You're playing again. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose, and just to, you know, just go and enjoy your football. And that's effectively what what they're doing because they're good enough. There's talent in this side. I mean, oh, yeah. man for man, you'd say Nigeria stronger. Yes. Right from a quality perspective, but based on what we've seen, there is no reason why this Ivory Coast side can't hold their own against uh, Nigeria and actually yeah. dictate the terms of the game. Yeah, very much so. It's just a case of what Nigeria want to do in this game because they are good enough to dominate the ball themselves, mm. but they probably see value in letting Ivory Coast have the ball. Oh, very much so, yeah. And hitting him on the break like they did on match day two. Laz, you said uh, the road to the final. Let's go through it. Let's start with Nigeria. Who are the uh, home team, so to speak? Mm-hmm, they are indeed. Uh, no, home away from home. <laughs> Correct. Sir. Started off in the group phase, a one-all draw with Equatorial Guinea. We thought at the time, geez, that's a bit disappointing. Slow start. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't think Equatorial Guinea were going to go on and win the group. No. But they changed up the system a little bit. They changed their approach slightly, and they went into that Ivory Coast game, as we mentioned, with a one-nil win. Correct. And then a 1-0 win against Guinea-Bissau. Again, a little disappointing. But the highlight is from the group phase is that they are solid at the back. Yes. And yeah. the defence, which looked pretty weak coming into the tournament, it was the, the question of can they outscore opponents. Correct. That hasn't eventuated because the defence has actually been pretty rock solid. Yeah, so the defence was solid. The concerns were going forward. But, mm. yeah, I think those concerns were nullified in the round of 16 performance against Cameroon with Lookman getting a double. Yeah, a 2-0 win and another clean sheet, three in a row, followed up by a 1-0 win over Angola. And Lookman again with that goal, which is a great goal. Mm, Yep, and we're seeing a lot here that the attacking players are really getting more involved here, like Victor, not Victor Moses, with um, Moses Simon. And Austin. Moses, (laughs) yeah, and yeah, Aussie Bird and... Uh, Lookman getting involved as well. Or the Nigerian making scene. Or the Nigerian Mark Paduka. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, yeah, that's a compliment to both of them. Mm, yes, it is. <laughs> and this semi-final here against Nigeria getting through on penalties. Look, it's four clean sheets out of six. Yes, correct, correct. They haven't lost a the game. They have been one of the best sides at this tournament. They've probably been the most consistent side in the tournament, Nathan. Mm. And I think that's... And, you know, professional, but I tell you what, and sheer guts and attitude from the round of sixteen phase on, Ivory Coast, Ivory Coast, uh, have been something special, and they were in the same group, uh, like you mentioned, Nathan, Group A, and they kicked off their campaign with a win, and they kicked off the tournament with a win two 0 against Guinea Bissau, and we thought, okay, the hosts are here and they look comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and then we have match day two and three, <laughs> where it went to. I was going to say where it went to shit, but hey, I've just said it. So there, yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is an yes. E-rated episode now. <laughs> that it is. That it is. <laughs> and yeah, so one nil lost to Nigeria, probably a missed penalty. opportunity. We yeah. felt yes, yeah, yeah, but not. We did not see match day three coming. Match day three was a funny one, and like we said at the time. It wouldn't have surprised us if it had gone four all, mm, right? Because Ivory yeah. Coast had their chances; they just couldn't put, couldn't score. Whilst Equatorial mm. Guinea, and we thought Equatorial Guinea going to run a you know run rampant in round of sixteen onwards because of the four 0 win. Because they were every time they were going forward with the purpose, they were threatening. 
right? It could have been a 7-4 game, for instance, right? But it ended up being 4-0. But, um, you know, a 4-0 defeat to Ivory Coast. And for all intents and purposes, Nathan, Ivory Coast were done. They were. They were out. And the uh, emotion in the streets and the real dismay in Ivory Coast, the Hose Nation getting grouped again like they did in 1984. They thought history was repeating. But thanks to uh, friends or... Not so friends, Ghana, throwing the game away against Mozambique, as we say many times on this uh, coverage. A two-all draw, two goals right at the death, meant that the Ivory Coast were able to sneak into uh, the knockouts as the fourth-best third-place team. Correct. And as we say, pressure lifted, a new lease on life, and they faced the defending champion Senegal in the round of 16. And coach sacked. And coach sacked at that time. Yes, and sacked the coach. (laughs) Where they go on take the what were the defending champions of Afcon, uh, take on Senegal, and Senegal went ahead very early, if you recall, Nathan and uh, Kessie with a penalty in the 86 minute to level that up, and they forced the game to go to penalties. And, yeah, and yeah. just about getting through in the shootout. Always a, a lottery, the penalty shootout, but they're on the right side of it, and they marched on to a quarterfinal against Mali, a group winner, and game of the tournament. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Game of the tournament. Yeah. Yep. You know, to be the ninetieth minute equalizer and a hundred and twentieth minute winner. For Ivory Coast to have a player sent off. Mm. You know, um in the first half. Well, the thirtieth minute basically, right? So within the first half hour I have a player sent off. Um Marley go up one 0 in the seventy first. Dingra with a equal you know, with an equalizing goal in the ninetieth minute. And then Yakidi, as we said uh, in our quarterfinal recap, to score in stoppage time of extra time, you know, with a flick, unbelievable, unbelievable scenes. Um, and an incredible moment and the moment of the tournament. Oh, yeah, it is. Yep, very much so. And there's been a few. We'll uh, talk about those on our post-tournament wrap-up. There's been a whole host of uh, magical moments of this AFCON, but that one there, the uh, last, effectively last kick of the game winner, against Mali to send them into the semifinals is very hard to beat. Maybe we'll get something even better in the final last, but here we are, semifinal time, getting through DR Congo with a good performance, probably a calming performance as well. Yeah, we should indeed. Add. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't very much high so. drama. It wasn't chaos no. with a late winner again. No. Probably a settler is yes. a way to put it. That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. Mm. We should mention, uh, unlike the AFC, Asian Cup, there is a third, fourth place playoff fixture. Oh, there is too, yes. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> so, which is on, um, I believe, Sunday morning our time, uh, Sydney time, between South Africa and uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. And then well, who wins that one quickly, Nathan? Or I'm saying South Africa. Let's go South Africa. I'll, I'm with you there. Um, and the final, which will be Monday morning, Sydney time. Nigeria versus Ivory Coast. I believe that's 7 a.m. Sydney time Monday. Sure is. Sure yeah. is. So uh, there'll be people watching it, I'm sure, on the way to work or at work as well. And it is going to be a very tasty game. Can they do it? Can the elephants get over the line at the final hurdle? Can they climb it? Yes. Final prediction, Mr. Gremos. Yes. I'm tipping Ivory Coast. Not because of anything in particular, just because of the momentum <laughs> purely. Look, Nigeria are deservedly favourites. They've been the most consistent team. I expect this game to actually go to penalties and Ivory Coast to win it on penalties. Oh, imagine the scenes. 
fifth penalty taker or later? No, fifth penalty taker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who steps up for the fifth penalty, but uh, imagine if it is Sebastian Alea. Oh, he'll be one of them. He'll be one of them. Mm, yeah, so uh, yeah, that would be, be very fascinating. I'm going to say Ivory Coast to win it as well. It would be an incredible story. Again, mainly because of heart overhead, mm-hmm. because just the story. And, 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 no offense, and no offense to our friend Judici, right? But Of course, of no. course. If but, I'm trying to be objective, I'd probably say Nigeria the slightly better team, and same. they probably will have the chances, and they've got the players to take those chances. They could very well win it. Same. Yeah. This final is very close, very close indeed. But if Ivory Coast are to win this trophy and lift it on home patch, it will go into the Hall of Fame, I think, for sports stories. After the group phase that they've had, right, and being the only team in AFCON to lose, to, like the only host nation, the second host nation to lose two group games in the group phase and go on and win it, insane. Especially when the first time that that happened, it was the same host nation 40 years ago, <laughs> yeah. right? It's insane. Absolutely nuts. Very much so, very much so. So we're both picking Ivory Coast to win it, mainly because we want them to. No offense, Nigeria. No, not at all. <laughs> but can they be the party poopers on the morning? Either way, football will be the winner, Nathan. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> How's Laz... that for a cliche and uh, yeah. El, El Pre- <laughs> and El Presidente talk? <laughs> I, what, I wonder which one El Presidente is going to be at. Yeah. Or he could be at both. He could be. He could be. There's time could... for him to get to both. There's time for him to get to both. Plenty of time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, he'll be in Qatar for sure. Oh yeah, he's got a yeah. He's got to be a guitar. Yeah, 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 that's right. It's got to be a guitar for sure. But yeah, mm. you're probably right. He'll probably duck over to Ivory Coast as well. well Two a.m. Sunday to seven a.m. Monday. Loads of time. No, nah, plenty of time. Plenty Loads of time. Of time. Thanks again, Plans. Nathan. Yes, thank you as well. Thank you to all the uh, listeners for checking out the pods, and uh, we look forward to checking out the final. We can't wait to see what's going to happen here, and we will speak to you on the other side of the final with our recap and tournament review. Indeed, Nathan, indeed. Take care all and enjoy the football.